the cost of being shredded. Oh, it, it costs something, baby. Oh, it costs something all the time. But what I want you guys to be aware of in this episode, right? I'm really excited about this piece today. I'm excited about every piece, of course, for its own reasons. But I, what I want you guys to be aware of today is that there are different levels of costs here, right? There are different, just like there are different levels of shreddedness, different levels of leanness, there are different amounts of costs that you have to pay, right? And so that's what we're going to focus on here today. Kind of, you know, the initial costs, the upfront costs, the, the activation fee, if you will, to, to getting in the discussion of being shredded. And then, you know, the cost you have to pay to get like, you know, legally shredded. Like, what does that look like? And so that's what we're going to lay out for you guys here today. So I really hope that this kind of challenges you. I really hope it gives you guys some new, fresh insights into, you know, achieving your physique goals. And so without further ado, here is the cost of getting shredded. Okay, so getting shredded, right? Getting jacked, getting tan, moving to Shredsville. I mean, it's pretty fun, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for, for someone that's been, you know, I, I haven't been, I don't know that I've been legally shredded, right? Like, I don't know that I've been officially shredded, right? Like 3%, 4% body fat. But I've gotten down there pretty low. So I think I've been at least street shredded. I think I've been at least, you know, kind of black market shredded. It's pretty fun, right? It's, I mean, it, it's where it's at. I mean, it's what I'm trying to do for y'all, right? I mean, that's basically the the goal here of the F-Cubed podcast. When it comes to the fitness side of things, I am really highly focused, laser focused on fat loss, physique transformation, especially as it relates to getting leaner with my fitness content. But it ain't free, right? Getting shredded has a cost. Getting shredded has a price. And that's what I want to focus on here today. Sure. I mean, come on, man. There are some people, some people who can just show up and look pretty diced year round, right? But that's not me. And I'm willing to bet it's probably not you. Sure, there are some outliers. There are some statistical outliers but we're not going to speak to them. We're not even going to pay them a, a simple nod. And the reason why is, A, they're not listening to this podcast because they don't need to. And B, I mean, we all secretly hate them, right? Which is okay to say because, A, it's a secret. And again, they're not even listening, right? So it doesn't even matter. We're not hurting anyone's feelings. Anyone who's hearing this words is not in that population. So we are set. We are good. But for us mere mortals... Getting shredded requires a payment, man. Getting shredded requires us to, you know, pony up some kind of cost. Now, that cost might come in the form of, you know, different different mediums. Right? It could be time. It could be effort. It could be sacrifice. It could be commitment. It could be, you know, energy. Right? It could be dollars. Right? It could be a legitimate cost. But it actually... It doesn't usually show up in that way. It doesn't usually show up as a monetary expense or even a monetary investment. Normally, what we have to pay comes in non-monetary terms like time, 
like effort, like sacrifice. Although, of course, you know, our time is quite valuable and maybe the most valuable thing that we have, more valuable than the dollars in our pocket. But I think you guys kind of know what I'm saying. Like, we're not writing a check to, you know, the mayor of Shredsville saying, hey, let me in. Like, that's not how it works, right? But still, there is a cost to be absorbed, right? There's a gimme to the gotcha. There's a gotcha to the gimme. Right? We know that it always works both ways. There are pros, there are cons, there are benefits, there are drawbacks, there are gimmies, and there are gotchas. And when it comes to being really lean, when it comes to you know being kind of shredded, right? that in and of itself, the, the state, the status that you achieve is the gimme. But the gotcha, or at least one of the gotchas, is the cost. And that's what I want to focus on here today. So, all right, so I've been on both ends of the spectrum, right? For those of you that have been following my content, like you know how things started for me growing up. I was really big. I was really overweight. I was really obese. I'm not going to belabor that point because I, I talk about it quite a bit, you know, when it's appropriate to do so. And I've even shared kind of the full story uh, in different spots. But it's important here because I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been on both ends of the spectrum. I know what it's like to be really overweight, to be really obese, to be, you know, 50, 60, 70 pounds away from, you know, the look, the physique that you really want. I also know what it feels like to be pretty lean for the stage. Now, don't get me wrong. There's still a ways that I need to go to compete at the level that I want to compete at. But I do know what it's like. I do know what it takes. And I know what it's going to take to get to that next level. I know what it has taken to get to the level that I've gotten to. But I'm still probably one level away from where I ultimately want to be. Here's the truth from someone that has kind of experienced, you know, all aspects of physique transformation, both, you know, the gimmies and the gotchas when it comes to physique transformation. The gimmies, right, being really lean and whatever, and the gotchas being, mm, let's just say, not so lean. L losing the first five to 10 pounds, even the first 15 pounds, we could even, we could even throw that into the mix. The truth, guys, it's not that difficult. It's really not that difficult, right? It's going to take some intentionality. Don't get me wrong. You're not going to wake up on third base and be able to just stroll into home. Like It's going to take some work. You're going to have to work your way around the bases. But with some consistency and some mindfulness, this can easily be achieved for about 98, 99% of the population. I, I, I would say 100% of the population. But there are you know certain individuals that have you know situations or circumstances that preclude them from, you know, maybe being able to do things physically like they would like to do things physically. And I respect that and I understand that. But for most people, this can easily be this can easily be achieved. And honestly, guys, like the changes that you need to make, they're they're not as drastic as you might think. Like you might be you know, you might have 50 pounds to go. Like, let's just say, you know, you're the average American. You're probably 30 to 50 pounds away from uh, uh, where you want to be and just a healthier body weight for you. You might look at that situation and you might be really overwhelmed. And that makes a lot of sense to me, right? I mean, I, again, I know what that feels like. I lived that for many, many years of my life. And especially for the first part of my adulthood when I started to take this very seriously. I know what that feels like. I know you feel overwhelmed. I know you feel like, man, I'm never going to get there. I don't even know where to start. Like, I got it. Well, if we just kind of narrow the focus a little bit, if we just kind of break this thing into more of a bite-sized chunk, the first 5 to 10 to 15 pounds is really not going to be that hard to do. 
especially given the fact that if you have 30, 40, 50 to lose, right? The first 5, 10, 15, they're going to fly off your frame. I know it doesn't feel like that. I know you probably think that I'm just, you know, making things up and I'm just spitting hogwash at you guys, but I'm not. Like, it's true. Like, it's not going to take too much for you to, you know, shed 5 to 10 to 15 pounds. The changes that you need to make are not going to be so pervasive that they'll be impossible to maintain in your everyday life. You know, case in point, you can eat chicken, broccoli, rice every meal if you want to. And that will work, right? Or you can go back into the Jay Schultz early college days and you can mix yourself up some tuna fish and applesauce. That's another way that you could go, just theoretically. But let's be real. You're probably not going to do that for the rest of your life, right? Like it's very, very unlikely that you are going to keep running the chicken, the broccoli, the rice, every meal or three meals a day. You're probably not going to keep running the tuna fish and applesauce, you know, one, two, three, four times a day like I used to do, right? I'm not making that up. That actually happened. It's a true story. So given that, right, so understanding that, okay, going to a, a certain level of extreme is probably not something that I'm going to be able to sustain, right? I'm a big, big proponent of sustainability, right? Full throttle fat loss, right? My digital course, my full digital course that of course is linked down in the description. It's all about sustainability, right? I built the whole course with sustainability in mind because I'm like losing weight is not a problem for most people, right? Don't get me wrong. It's not easy, but a lot of people can lose some weight. The question is, can you keep it off? The question is, can you, you know, forever change your state of leanness? Like, no, you probably can't walk around at your lightest and your leanest weight ever. Nobody can do that. I certainly can't do that. Right? And most people that I know can't do that. But can you lose an appreciable amount of weight and keep it off so that your resting body weight is forever changed? That's really the question. Well, when it comes to sustainability, nobody's eating chicken, broccoli, and rice every every meal. If you do, what's going to happen is you're going to build some really, really bad, poor habits when it comes to your associations with food. And that's going to rear its ugly head in ways that you don't want it to. And I'm speaking anecdotally there. But to get those first few pounds off, 5, 10, 15, what have you, you actually won't have to do anything close to that. You won't have to go chicken, broccoli, rice every meal. You won't even have to crack open a single can of tuna fish if you don't want to. right? So it can be a lot more palatable to maintain. And here's the real kicker. right? When we start talking about the cost of being shredded, right? just losing 10 to 15 pounds. Let's say you've got 50 pounds to lose. Just losing 10 to 15 pounds, no, you may not be legally shredded, legally shredded at that point. You may not even be street shredded at that point, right? But you're still kind of like, you may be on the outskirts of Shredsville, right? You may be just kind of loitering, you know, around the city limits. Like, okay, like you're, you're kind of in the discussion now. But you know what else is really cool? It's going to be an incredible accomplishment for you to lose that amount of weight. And again, because... The methods required to do that are not going to be super severe and super extreme. There's a really high likelihood if you set it up correctly, if you, you know, do it strategically, like obviously I talk about this in full throttle fat loss, but even in my free resources, like the fat loss formula, cardio plans, all linked down in the description. You can scoop those up, right? If you set things up in a way that is intelligent, in a way that is well thought through and is strategic, you're probably going to be able to keep this weight off. You're going to have to be intentional. Again, you know, nobody's waking up on third base. But it's not going to be super extreme like I think a lot of people think and fear 
that it's going to be. But losing that 10 to 15 pounds, not only would it be an amazing accomplishment for most people, it's going to really change things for you. It's going to really change things for you in ways that you may not be able to anticipate or appreciate right now. And here's what I mean. Not only, obviously, is your overall health to, is your overall health going to improve, right? Now, again, you've got 50 pounds to lose. You lose 15, like you're not there yet. I got it. You got, you got further you want to go. That's amazing. But I can tell you with almost 100% certainty that when you go to the doctor, he or she is going to be very happy with you, very proud of your accomplishment. Your blood work is going to look better. Your cholesterol is going to be lower, right? Your, your resting heart rate is going to be lower. Like, your triglycerides are going to be lower. Like, all these things are going to improve. Now, of course, you know, I mean, don't take some random guy on the internet's word for it, i.e. me, right? I mean, talk to your doctor about these things. But I'm just telling you from personal experience and just, you know, conversing and understanding the, the world that we live in, the fitness world that we live in, it's all going to get better. But here's what's even better about it getting better. Your clothes, they're going to fit better. Pool season, it may not scare you like it once did or does now. Confidence, self-esteem, outlook on life, they're all going higher, baby. They're all going higher, maybe, in a really big way. And so, if for no other reason, this is why I'm such a huge champion for fat loss. I know what it's done for me, and I know what it can do for you. Right? It will have more positive ripples throughout your life than you can imagine. Things you can't even anticipate. And so... Yes, you've got 50 pounds to lose, but let me tell you right now, the cost of losing those 50 pounds, and we're going to get into that here in just a second, that's where things start to get a little bit dicier. But losing the first 15, losing the first 10, it's really not going to be that hard. If you just apply a reasonable amount of consistency and a little bit of effort and intentionality, you can get it off and you can keep it off. And trust me when I tell you this, it's going to really change things. Okay, easy enough, right? You might be thinking, all right, Jim, I'm with you so far, man. The first 5, 10, 15 pounds, right, that seems pretty reasonable. But there does come a point where it's not going to be so easy. There does come a point where it's going to be hard and it's going to be costly. And it's going to be downright expensive for you to get leaner, for you to push to a new level of shreddedness, right? For you to graduate from, you know, being just a random, you know, regular citizen of Shredsville to having a position of power like the mayor, like the governor, right? Like the insurance agent, like Peyton Manning commercial style, right? Those last five to 10 pounds, man, they're going to demand a hefty price tag and that's just the truth guys like that's just the 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 stone cold truth and that is my job here with my content not to necessarily tell you what you want to hear although I hope that you do like some of the things I say it's to tell you what you need to hear and you need to hear that you know you have this image in your mind of this physique that you want you know maybe you saw it in a magazine maybe you saw it on an instagram post you know layered with filter upon filter upon filter probably a little photoshop action that's what you want right i just want you to be aware that that look it's going to it's going to require a pretty hefty price tag now here's the other side of that that's the gotcha but where is the gimme well here's another thing that i know i know from personal experience 
Those last five to 10 pounds. So now let's shift our focus away from the first five to 10 to the last five to 10. They are going to completely change how you look. And I mean completely, right? If you get down to a pretty lean 185 and you're able to push to an ultra lean 180, you're going to look radically different. And by radically different, I mean better, right? Like you're going to be very happy with how you look, right? I can say this from personal experience. Like the last two competitions I did, well, I didn't do the last one because my son got really sick at the very end, but I was able to trim down to uh, two shows ago when I won the novice title and almost turned pro when I took second. I was able to get down to 168. And then for this this previous prep that I didn't actually step on stage, I actually got down to 167, uh, but basically about the same. I was a little bit leaner this time around, I think, not only by scale weight, but just by the way that I looked. And so, um, so yeah, so those are kind of the levels of leanness that I've been able to get to. Well, prior to these two shows, the lowest body weight level that I could get to for the stage was 180. And that was quite a stretch for me because the first half of my bodybuilding career, I normally competed around 190. And don't get me wrong, I did not belong up there. Like, 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 don't get me wrong. I did indeed have another 20, 25 pounds to lose before I would even be competitive. Right. But I, but I just did, I did anyway, cause I didn't know what I was doing, but then I, I was like, okay, I'm 190. I think I need to get to 180. So I got to 180. I competed. I started to do a little bit better, but still realized I had a long way to go. Well, these last two competitions, right. I went from 180, my previous competitive body weight down into the high 160s. So a difference of about 12 pounds. And I can tell you right now, I looked radically different. I looked radically different, right? Like, like, like my 180 physique up against my 168 physique, just two different people. You almost wouldn't believe that they were 12 pounds away. Now, if you're, if you're a seasoned, you know, physique enthusiast, or if you're really into fitness and you kind of follow the bodybuilding scene or the physique athlete scene, like, like inexperienced eye would look at those two physiques and say, yeah, that's probably about 10 to 12 pounds. But to the average person, right? To the average person, I just looked, I looked radically different. And so I just want you to know that yes, the gotcha is it's going to demand a hefty price tag. But if you do push that level, right? The gimme is you're going to look completely different. You're going to look completely different. But those last five to 10 pounds, again, from personal experience, they're not going to just fly off. Right, like going from 173 to 168 for me requires a ton of work, and I know that to go from 168 to 163 and 160 and possibly into the high 150s, which is where I think I need to get to to compete at the level I want to compete at, I know it's going to be difficult. I know it's going to be really challenging. I know it's going to require a tremendous amount of effort and sacrifice and consistency and dedication and strategy. I know it's going to require all those things, but I just want you to be aware that no matter where you are on the spectrum, that last five to 10, it's not flying off. It's not coming off as easily as the first five or the five that came after that, or even the last five that you just lost, right? Like if you're 185, if you, if you started at two, 210, let's say, and you've gotten down to 185 and you feel really good about how you look and you, you should, that's an amazing accomplishment. But if you want to push the envelope a little further down to 180, just be aware Right? You probably already know this, but sometimes it's helpful to hear from somebody else outside of your own head, something that you already know. Going from 185 to 180 is not going to be as easy as it was from going from 190 to 185. It's just not. 
And it's not going to be nearly as easy as it was to go from 195 to 190 or 200 to 195 for that matter. It does indeed continually get more challenging. The leaner you get, the lower you go. So just be aware that it's going to be like pulling teeth in a lot of ways. Now, when you have a date set, right, like a bodybuilding show, like a physique event, right, like a photo shoot, like a wedding, like, you know, a random set of Instagram shots that you want to take, right? And of course, Photoshop and then filter and do all those things. When you have these dates set on the calendar, it can make it easy to push towards those new levels of leanness because you know that this is a fixed moment in time, that you know that this is you know a look that you want to achieve really just for that event, right? Like, yes, the hope is that it will ultimately change you know, where you walk around and, and your metabolic rate and just your average everyday, you know, walking around weight and all those things. And it can do those things. But to push yourself to, to, to new heights, or I guess new depths would be more correct, of leanness, it's hard to do. It's easier to do when you have something driving you, something pushing you like an event. But just to walk around like that, like just to walk around, if you're not naturally set up this way, and again, I wanted to make sure that we queued that up on the intro, right? There are people that can just walk around at 10% body fat, 8% body fat, 6% body fat. They are the outliers. They are not who I am talking to. I am talking to people that might share a similar story to mine, right? Where it's like, yeah, my body, eh, it's kind of predisposed to you know having some love handles, right? A little junk in the trunk. Like that's where I'm at my best. At least that's where my body thinks I'm at my best. I know I'm not at my best there, but you know, me and my body, we don't always see eye to eye. Like that's who I'm talking to here, right? To walk around at a really lean level, it is going to be very, very hard. It is going to require you to eat chicken, broccoli, and rice a lot of the time. You probably are going to be cracking open some cans of tuna fish and of course mixing it with some applesauce. Unsweetened, of course, you know, hashtag sugar, bro. You're going to have to forego eating out with your friends, right? You're going to have to constantly make decisions that are in service to your physique goals. And listen, guys, my job here is not to tell you whether that's right or wrong, right? Whether or not that's right for you or wrong for you, you have to make your mind up, right? You have to decide how to live your life. Like, I hope, of course, that you choose some level of fitness and you challenge yourself and you, you do change your life by losing, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 pounds, right? I think, that, I think everybody should consider that, especially if you're listening to this podcast and hearing me say these words. It's clearly important to you at some level. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about a level of leanness that, you know, like when you do hit the pool, like you're a bit of a head turner, right? Like when you do hit the pool, like, you know, you're, you're kind of, you know, you're on another level, right? And it's not about, you know, saying that you're better than other, that's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm just saying like in terms of your physique, the physique that you present to the world, like it's impressive. It's very, very impressive. And again, this is not to say that, you know, lower levels of leanness are not also impressive, but I'm just trying to be really clear about what I'm talking about. I'm talking about somebody who looks really, really, really in shape. I know for me, I can just, again, speak from personal experience. Maybe this will help you make up your own mind. It's not worth it. It's not. It's taken me a long time to admit that. I'm 39, right? If you asked me at 29, I would say, oh, it's worth it. That's what I'm going for, right? You know, but with, with some growth, with some maturation, right? With God speaking into me and, and my finally listening to his words that are almost always correct. And by almost always, I mean always. I just, I know it's not worth it to me. 
right? I walk around usually 195 to 200. That's kind of my, my new set point, right? And starting out for me, it was 225, 230, right? So for me to have reset my body's, you know, natural settling point to 195, 200, that's been an incredible accomplishment for me, right? That is kind of losing that first, you know, 10, 15, or I guess in my case, more like 25 pounds and keeping it off. It's really changed things for me in a huge, huge way. That's become my new normal. Now, I'd really like to shift that down even further, maybe to like 190 or the high 180s, right? As I go into my 40s, that's a very reasonable goal. I think I could do that. It's going to require work. It's going to require, you know, even more intentionality, right? Just like I said earlier, but I think it's doable. I don't think it's unreasonable. I know for me to walk around in the 170s, you know, to walk around at 172 or 173, you know, 10 to 12 pounds away from, you know, ultra lean stage condition, like pro level stuff, long term with a wife and three kids and friends and a career and things outside of bodybuilding that interest me, which believe it or not, there are a couple, man, it's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. I thought it was, I thought it was for many, many years, but I now realize the sacrifice is just too great. The cost is too high. The gotcha is way bigger than the gimme for me. But you have to make up your mind, right? It's not it's not for me to tell you what to do. I'm just laying out the, the pathway forward and just letting you guys know what is up ahead, you know, on your journey through the forest. And then you have to decide what to do. But I will say this and I'll leave you guys with this final this final nugget. For most people, again, 98, 99% of people. You can completely change your level of fitness, your overall health, and your physique with a very modest amount of work that can be sustained over time. So it would be like me going from 225 to 200, even 205, right? Quarantine style. That's completely changed my life. Completely changed my life. And it's just, it's ingrained in my lifestyle now, right? And it's, did it require work? Of course. I didn't wake up on third base. I didn't wake up on second base. I didn't even wake up on first base. I barely had to claw my way into the on-deck circle. But I worked. I stayed consistent. And looking back on it, I'm like, honestly, it really wasn't that hard. It really wasn't. And so I'm just letting you know that that pathway through the forest ahead is very, very doable for most people. Just know that if you want to go beyond that, it ain't free. All right, guys, I really hope that this gave you guys some things to think about in regards to the cost of getting shredded. I really hope that this, you know, gave you some new insights into maybe what you're signing up for or what you're not signing up for. And, you know, my, my genuine hope is that it helps you make a decision. It helps you decide, you know, which, which level of citizenship you're after in the city of Shredsville. And so uh, it's not for me to decide. That's for you to decide. But just, you know, speaking from experience and, uh, expertise, I suppose, uh, just trying to lay it out there for you guys. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, don't forget guys, mosey on down to the description, scoop up some free stuff, fat loss formula, cardio plans. There's obviously a bunch of YouTube videos, a bunch of podcast episodes, you know, for those of you that might, you know, be interested in my full digital course, full thought of fat loss, give it a look, man. Give it a look. If you share a story that's similar to mine, where, you know, you are kind of genetically predisposed to maybe, you know, being the antonym to, to shredded, then <laughs> I created this course for you. So it might be worth, worth a look. And, uh, that's it, man. That's all I have for you guys, uh, for this episode of the podcast. And we will see you guys next week.